what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. How's it going today? It's going well. It's going well. It's good to see you, Dad. It's good to be here. I We have a lot to discuss from last night's episode. It okay. ended for me in pure shock. Well, it's it's because Zach is a, a re- I think that Zach is taking this very seriously as I as I'm I think he should and you know he's recognizing that it's I think more humane and appropriate to tell some of the potential bachelorette ladies that it's time to go before they get to the rose ceremony although I know you're referring specifically to the rose ceremony. You know I feel like Zach is taking us back to like the old era of The Bachelor, you know, pre-drama, all about the love, being serious and committed. Like I'm kind of enjoying this a lot more than I expected to. It's a nice break from what we normally get. I I, I think Zach is, is driving the narrative, driving the show. He's making some difficult decisions as he goes and, uh, you know, more power to him. So before we get into it, I have a few comments that I don't know like where they fit into our normal grouping and I just need to like state some things I witnessed last night. One, what happened to Genevieve's arm? You notice <laughs> that she was in a sling at the rose ceremony? We got no background on it, which makes me feel pretty bad that she's my winner pick. I, I did notice that at the rose ceremony, she did have a sling. You know, we we did have the the football game, the the bachelor bowl uh, last night, and and Genevieve looked like a player, uh, but we we didn't really get any injury updates during the during the game. So I, I I don't know. That's a mystery. Second, Catherine, one of your top four picks, is now going by Cat. Since I was, when? I, I was confused by that because you know I'm trying to figure out if my my picks are still there and and we had a cat at the beginning of the program. Cat who, went home last week and now Catherine's like, oh well, I'll just be cat now. Well, she's cat with a K. That was the other was cat with a C. I think. Well, you know, I don't think Zach's going to be saying that whenever he's like handing out roses. Well, you would know this if you had to watch with subtitles because you were going deaf like I am. So, you know, it was easier for me to decipher that. So those were my two, like, this is weird. Why is no one acknowledging this comments that I had? Well, the, the, and the, the thing that I'll throw out there that I wasn't sure where it fit in was that you, you had texted me last week that you thought that your your all-time football hero, Tom Brady, would make a good bachelor uh, in the future. And I guess I was just curious to whether that you were referring to like the bachelor show or the old person bachelor show. No regular bachelor, not the grandpa of a bachelor show. No, I think he's too young. Okay. You know, Cause he and I are, you know, we're, we're pretty much the same age. No, no, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, let's move along. Okay. Let's get into our highs. Cause I love the bachelor bowl. Big, big fan. Um, I do not recall both names of the football players that 
joined on the date, but I did recognize and well, not like recognize. I would not pick him out of a crowd, but I knew the name of Antonio Gates. Uh, and I think the I think the other one was Sean Merriman. I think I think, uh, but you've probably had Antonio Gates on your fantasy football team before. I believe I have. Yeah, he was a very very good tight end uh, when he played. So yeah, he's 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 pretty much a stud. So exciting to see Antonio on our screens, but more exciting to see the girls play tackle football. I like when they have to play any sports at all because the majority of these women not athletic, not very sporty. And it's just very fun for me to watch because like rules, basic understanding of football, regular scoring system, all of that is just thrown out the window. Well, I I I enjoyed the Bachelor Bowl last night and maybe it be, was because there was nobody out there that really felt that they were being malicious, trying to hurt other people. And I think we've seen some of these competitions where there's been a psycho out there. And, I, and maybe I'm thinking of when the guys are playing that, that it looks like they're just trying to hurt one another. And yeah, there were, there were some, there was some good tackling. And so there was a little bit of hitting going on out there, but it didn't look like anyone was out there violently trying to hurt anyone else. And, and, uh, I I was amused by the one team's name, the Balzacs, and the blue uh, team being the Balzacs, uh, the blue team, and uh, and I did make note. It looked to me like Genevieve and Christina looked like they were the they were the, the best players out there. It looked like to me. Yeah, Genevieve was a rock star. She sacrificed her body for the game uh, for Zach where she tripped and fell somewhere, but whatever. Yeah. So, uh, and, 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 yeah, and, and Christina, I know we'll, we'll be discussing throughout this show. I thought, you know, she, she seemed fun and, and seemed to be going for it. And I, I enjoyed watching her play as well. Yeah. She did a good job. That was one of her only, I guess, good looks of the night. Uh, uh. Uh, I I enjoyed the uh, the the Natural History Museum night that uh, Zach and Katie had. I like the fact that they were trying to do something a little bit educational. We're going to a, a, a museum and we're going to see some things. So I I kind of enjoyed that uh, that they had that romantic evening in the museum all to themselves, probably with twenty people and a camera crew. Yeah, I've got more to say on Katie's one-on-one, but that's coming in my lows. Okay, okay. A high for me. Allie is really cool. I like Allie a lot. Very chill, pretty collected about skydiving being sprung on her while wearing a wedding dress. Um, she, she played that really cool. She was very well-spoken during the night portion of her date, talking about her feelings and be liking to be in control over everything so that she doesn't let herself get hurt. I just thought she was really awesome. And I, I think right now she's my new bachelorette pick. Well, I, I had her down as a high as well. And that, uh, she had the, the second one-on-one date. He, uh, gives her a box with a gift. It's a wedding dress. And then they, they drive out to some remote location and, Guess what? We're going skydiving. And I think that would have freaked a lot of people out. And she was cool as a cucumber. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure she was, you know, I'm, I'm sure that it's pretty stressful to go skydiving. I like the idea of going skydiving myself. 
but I'm not sure I could bring myself to do it. I mean, it's just, that's, that's gotta be pretty scary stuff, but she handled it so well with no inkling of what was going to be going on. So kudos to Allie. Yeah. Allie, Allie's very cool. I'm a big Allie fan after last night. Had no idea who she was going into last night. Coming out, big fan. Yeah, yeah. My last high is that I think Ariel is really funny. She has like a lot of funny one-liners. Like she, she said something. I'm gonna. I didn't get the exact quote, but last night she made a comment about how she enjoys every moment she gets with Zach, even when he's not looking at her face. And this was when she was in a bikini and she had some really big boobs. And and I, she spent some time with him in the pool and uh, encouraged him to uh, to make out. Is that the was that the Ariel that uh, the same one? Yeah, they were kissing, and she was like, "Stop doing that! My parents are watching." Yeah, but she was saying, "Please do that." Yes, uh, yeah. So she and I, I guess you know I should be able to make that connection of Ariel in the pool, like the little, isn't that the little mermaid person? So I, that I guess is the I little mermaid person. Okay, yes. I should remember that. Okay. Do you have any other highs? No, I, I, I wasn't familiar with Griffin Palmer, our musician person. I thought he did fine. You know, I don't know who he is. I texted you with a question mark. I'm not sure you're familiar with his work either. I am not. It's got to be a nice little bump for these people if they're able to score that, though. I hope so. You know, because even dummies like me will probably go to Spotify and look for them. So I'll, you know, we'll, we'll see. Way to go, Griffin Palmer. Yeah, shout out to Griffin. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay, let's get into the lows. I feel pretty passionately that Katie's one-on-one date sucked. And I also feel pretty passionately that Katie is incredibly boring. Um, First, she shed tears over being picked for a one-on-one date. Tears Tears of joy, but yes, go ahead. It doesn't matter. That's weird. That's like, that's really lame. Like, have some self-respect, girl. Like, don't don't be so shocked that someone's picking you. Like she her expectations are just so low that it's sad. I I, I agree with you on that. And I I, I wrote as a low, uh, or noted as a low that she's just seemed very fragile and seemed to have some some confidence issues there. And and yeah, so I although I appreciated what they were trying to do with the date. I was I was concerned about Katie, who is one of my final four and is still there, but I am concerned about Katie. Yeah, I just didn't really like her energy at all. You know, she's talking about how no one has ever done anything romantic for her. She just wants a good man who will treat her right. That's all she wants, just someone to treat her right. And it's it seems like she just doesn't think she deserves more and I just feel like there was no personality there, nothing interesting going on, just a big snoozer. And coming into the season, this is the exact type of girl that I would think Zach would be into. But knowing Zach a little more now, I'm like, I think that you want more substance than this. And and he, he gave her a rose. They spent the evening in the museum. You know, we don't really know what uh, what transpired there. But uh, there's no she, way they had sex. Let's let's hope not. They're not married or engaged or anything. But uh, um, 
she came home in her pajamas at eight in the morning or something and and I guess did what you would call the walk of shame. That is what someone call it, yes, the walk of shame, which I feel like the producers really set her up there. They're like, okay, take your bedhead and pajamas and walk back into the mansion. Yeah, and we're not even going to give you your clothes, your, your whatever you were wearing. So, yeah, you're, you're going back in the pajamas, and, and so, I'm sure that the other girls will understand. Let's go back to this date being at the Natural History Museum. Do you think that the producers were like, Zach, like, what would be a really cool date idea? And Zach's like, you know what, guys? I love Night at the Museum. That's my favorite movie. So watching the date, I did think of that movie. But I don't – I don't – I question whether the producers give Zach or any of the Bachelor or Bachelorettes a lot of input in this. I I fear that they've got – I think they get to – they – they're asked what their interests are. Okay. Like well, I don't think Zach would have had to go skydiving if he really didn't want to. Well, I, 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 I would assume they run something by them and, and say, hey, we're thinking about alligator wrestling. How are you, you down with that? And he might say, no, I don't really think I want to do the alligator wrestling, you know, but uh, or skydiving or whatnot. But I'm not sure that he's coming up with it. But, but uh, it, it certainly was reminiscent – of night at the museum, particularly the way they filmed it with all the, the animals and everything. So anyway, yeah. Okay. And, and also Katie being like, this is the most romantic thing ever. And it's like, have you watched this show? Like you could be on a helicopter going to a yacht right now and well, you're I, in the I, museum I, in the dark. Well, some people prefer, you know, the, the, the mood lighting of the night at the museum and hopefully Teddy Roosevelt doesn't ride in at some point in time. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Yeah, well, I I think I would prefer the yacht over wearing a formal gown while looking at stuffed antelope. Well, you're a princess, so I can understand that. Okay, so yeah. Katie's whole date, big low for me. I think she'll go decently far, but I don't think she's got enough there to, to be the winner. I, I would agree. I don't, I don't see her winning at this point in time. And, and she certainly, as, as you said, what she said of just wanting someone to treat her right, uh, she seems to set a very low bar of expectations for what she's looking for in a fella. Yeah. Like, come on, Katie. You deserve a little bit more than that. We all do. My other low is any type of first date that alludes to a wedding is very weird. And I think that The Bachelor needs to move past that. You know, we've got Allie getting a wedding dress as a gift that she has to wear skydiving. Lots of past seasons, we always have that like photo shoot where some people people have to like put wedding dresses on and pretend they're getting married. I think we just need to move past that. And I think the bachelor in general needs to like move away from the engagement aspect. We've talked about this before. It should just be like, oh, we're going to exclusively date after this. We just marriage what? needs to get thrown out the window with this show. What would what would you call that show? The exclusive dating show or the? It can be called The Bachelor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I, I, I thought maybe uh, your marketing department might want to work on that one a little bit. 
No, you can still be the bachelor, and then you just get a girlfriend at the end. Yeah, right. I, yeah, because that's basically what they are. If they get engaged, like JoJo and Jordan were engaged for like three or four years after her season before they actually got married. Well, I I think Zach is really in this for the right reasons. Okay, so like uh, you know, he's trying to find his best friend out there. Well, I think that if he's ready to get married to someone after knowing them for eight weeks and spending maybe a consecutive 24 hours with them, then he's not here for the right reasons. Hasn't the worm turned a bit since we started doing this podcast? (laughs) I'm jaded. Uh, so I had a couple of other lowlights, uh, you know, number one, more unnecessary Zach shower scenes, uh, that we got again, didn't feel like that was necessary. Very disappointed that Hannah storm has been relegated to the bachelor bowl. You know, she was our, our color commentator with uh, Jesse Palmer. I put, I put nothing beneath Jesse Palmer at this point. You know, he's on everything, totally overexposed, totally I don't have a high opinion of Jesse Palmer. Hannah Storm, on the other hand, is a professional announcer. I don't understand why she is showing up on this show. Bad, bad career move for Hannah Storm. I had no idea who she was. She's 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 real. Maybe she's next season they can get Doris Burke. I know you're a big Doris fan. I've warmed up a little bit on Doris Burks because she's very rarely uh, doing games that my college is playing in. She's actually been pushed up to the NBA and I'm, I'm I actually feeling... I have noticed that she's announcing some Sixers games now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, in my final low light, uh, you know, and you can take this wherever you'd like to go with it is Christina just talks too much. She is an oversharer. She talks too much. Um, and I don't, I, I thought she got a little bit of a bad rap the way the whole thing went down. She, yeah, she talks too much. I think she doesn't, think before she says certain things, but I I really thought she sort of got ramrodded a little bit uh, right off the show. Well, that can take us into my wrong reason, which I gave to Christina, but I like, it's kind of a weird edit, but it's also, she, she's majorly saying that I'm not here to make friends. Like I don't care about other people's feelings, which it's okay. Like if you're not there to make friends, if you're actually there for Zach, but that doesn't mean you have to be a bitch to everyone. Like you can keep your thoughts to yourself. Like if, if you're confused as to why charity got the group date rose over you, maybe that's an inside thought. You don't really need to verbalize that. I think that's, that's all true, but I thought the things that she was saying were not so awful that, uh, everyone would turn on her like that. Um, so, so uh, you, I thought she talked too much. You're right. You need to do some of these things you're supposed to think and not say. But, but uh, I do agree. She's not like, I think her word vomiting about her one-on-one date and having no group date experience, I don't think that was coming off as malicious. I think it was more yeah. like show-offy. And like, I'm at a better place than you, but I don't think she was trying to be malicious to anyone. I guess I felt it was more like, there's a camera, they expect me to talk. Here's what I'm going to talk about. Uh, I like to talk. By the way, they put my last name on this and no one else's last name because I'm a semi-famous person. So I've been talking to cameras all my life. I think you, I think you told me she was in a Taylor Swift video. 
I did tell you that. Yeah. So, so she's, she's very accustomed to cameras and probably when she sees one, she's, you know, it's time for the word salad. Yeah. But I also like got a little bit of fake vibes from her because after she got called out at the pool party and talked to Zach, she went and cried on the staircase. Now, what does that remind you of? I'm sure that other girls have done that. And Rachel did it. Remember okay. last with Clayton and he was like, I've slept with both of you and I love all of you. And she's like sobbing on the staircase. It was a very big, dramatic scene. And I am 100% positive Christina Mandrell has seen that staircase crying scene. I, the, I, the thing that bothered me more about that was uh, apparently it was a pretty public staircase where all the girls just paraded by her and oh look by the way Christina's next to you know in the on the stairs here crying you know just another day here in uh, at Bachelor Mansion so uh, I think maybe one or two stopped to pat her on the head but uh, uh, she succeeded in not making any friends while she was there. Well, you know what. It's fine. She gets to go home to Blakely May, where she should have probably been this whole time. Although you and I both probably agree that we, I doubt we've seen the end of uh, Christina. She'll so, show up on another Bachelor program. Yes, I agree. Who's your wrong reason? Well, for my wrong reason, I picked Brianna. And, I'm, and you know, Br- Brianna was just another person who I felt like every time we talked with her, she talked to us, uh, the glass was always half empty with her. And, you know, she, uh, we just haven't made this connection. And woe is me, woe is me. I thought we're going to, you know, I thought I was going to come here and everything was going to be great was with Zach. And you know, I'm scratching my head. Well, probably, you know, 29 other girls were thinking that too. And it's not going to happen for all 30 of you. Um, so she she basically uh, opts out. You know, she goes to, to Zach and sort of complains a little bit about, oh, I thought things were going to be better. But ultimately, I got to be the narc and tell you that Christine's being mean to people and making people cry. And um, but I'm I think I'm just going to leave. So I don't know. Just she seemed like a real downer. Um I I appreciate the fact that she maybe she recognized there wasn't any chemistry and I'm going to fall on the sword and not uh, uh, wait for the rose ceremony. But I I just I'm not sure why she was there. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't really enjoy watching Brianna on my screen. She also made a comment after the Bachelor Bowl about how her team played like a fair game. And I thought that was weird. She's like, are you implying that the other team was cheating? Like, she just makes, like, comments. It does definitely seem very pessimistic most times. And and um, I'm kind of surprised both of them went home. Both Christina and Brianna went home. I felt like the producers probably would have pushed Zach to keep both of them to to see if any more drama could occur in the upcoming weeks. Well, that takes me to my right reason which is I'm, I'm going with Zach again uh, of uh, taking care of his business. Uh, you know, when Bailey, one of my final four, actually the person I chose to win the competition uh, comes to him and basically says, oh, I don't feel like we have a great connection. And he said, yeah, it feels a little bit weird. And then comes back later and say, you know, I was really looking for some validation. And he says, 
eh, things just aren't seeming to work out right and basically escorts her out. You know, it's it's unfortunate, but the guy's taking care of his business, you know, and, and uh, the same situation with Brianna. I, I think that he could have thrown uh, a lifeline to her and said, no, no, you need to wait it out. I see something. And ultimately it didn't appear it was going to work. So, you know, uh, I, I appreciate that uh, he's taking care of his business, sending people home at the appropriate time, not waiting for the dramatic rose ceremony, which I think it has to be tougher on, on the ladies. I think uh, when you're in one-on-one situation, that's a more appropriate way to end these relationships. So I'm giving it to Zach. I agree. My right reason is also Zach. I, I'm impressed that he's like pretty open and honest with women, even when it's uncomfortable and probably what they don't want to hear. I mean, I was surprised that he was doing it so early on with someone like Bailey, who seemed like a front runner night one, getting a kiss out of the limo. But I, I'm impressed, you know. I'm wondering if he's getting pushback from the producers being like, no, we aren't ready for these people to go home. And Zach's like, eh, don't really care. Because it seems like people like Bailey and Brianna and Christina are people that should be making it a bit further into the show over some of these no-names like that I know nothing about, like Mercedes and Anastasia and other people that I can't think of. Well, who was your, uh, who was your MVP for last night? My MVP was Brooklyn. Um, I thought it was funny watching her, what she called, shoot it straight with Christina, um, kind of like calling her out on her behavior. And I, her, my line of the night was, have you ever considered just literally – or I butchered it, crap. Have you ever considered just literally shutting the fuck up? I, I Yeah, Brooklyn I, – I, I'm not sure what to make, what to do with Brooklyn. I mean, I, I, I appreciate her confronting Christina. Although again, to me, Christina's, I, I don't think she's necessarily a bad person. I don't think she's trying to hurt people. I just think she does need to shut up <laughs> at certain times. Uh, but I, I don't really see Brooklyn making a great connection with Zach at this point in time. I think uh, she she's the one that thinks she's a cowgirl. Is that uh, what she is? Yeah, but she she's not like really a cowgirl. And lassos, and but she really yeah. does like dental stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. all right. Yeah, well, I but I, I think that's good. I, I thought you were going to go with Allie there, but okay. No, I already talked about Allie, and Brooklyn made me laugh, and a good laugh is means a lot during these shows. Okay. Do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? Well, I would say that, um, I, I, as I said, I respect the fact uh, that Zach is taking care of his business. You know, don't lead people on. I think he's doing a good job of, you know, if there really aren't feelings there, he's, he's cutting that cord and not leading people on. And it's better to, uh, uh, you know, rip that bandaid off as opposed to let the, let it fester. So good for him. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about, uh, expectations of your future spouse. And, and I thought it was also a little bit sad that Katie's expectations for her man were uh, just someone to, to take care of the basics and treat me nicely. You know, yeah. 
we do want that, but I think we want something more. You should want something more. You need someone that's going to to challenge you and bring out the best in you. And and uh, Katie, we need to we just need to up our expectations game. And finally, uh, uh, I'm, I'm always wary of the narc. And uh, you know, Brianna, you're leaving, but you felt the need to throw uh, uh, Christina under the bus, which. I'm not sure if it was totally deserved, and I just got to be careful not to be the narc. Well, if you're going to be the narc, on your way out seems like the best time to be it. That's true. That's true. Watch the bus crash and burn as you jump off to safety. <laughs> well, good luck, Brianna. We hope. Uh, I think she's the new. I think she's an entrepreneur from New Jersey. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know where she's from, but I know she. I think she does like makeup or skin stuff. Okay, she's she's selling. Good luck to Brianna and all future endeavors. Yeah, good luck. Good luck to Brianna. Good luck to uh, Christina. We'll see you on uh, the island. Christina's doing all that she can on TikTok to stay relevant, so it's it's a bit much. All right. Well, we'd like to thank the Mesh for hosting our podcast, and if you like what you're hearing. Feel free to give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And join us next week as we discuss more of Zach's season from the right perspective and my dad's. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.